Greeting family, welcome to today's reading of King Solomon, a little bit about King David, and our Bible college curriculum. Let us get a feel of the word today. Today we'll start off with the 28th, Proverbs 28. Let's pray. O Lord, that you will bless us indeed with your word, fill us and instruct us and teach us, that you will enlarge our hearts and our minds that we may receive your word and your love. Thank you, Father, that you hand it upon us, Lord, and you will it that we should have it, Lord. And it's with us, and you protect us from the evil one by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. We are very fortunate. I am very fortunate to have your consistent love, guiding and protecting and providing for us, Lord. Thank you for that love. I am very fortunate to have you. Thank you for our salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. Reading today of our beloved King Solomon and his advice for today. The wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. When there is a moral rot within a nation, his government topples easily. But wise and knowledgeable leaders bring stability. A poor person who oppresses the poor is like a pounding rain that destroys the crops. To reject the law is to praise the wicked. To obey the law is to fight them. Evil people don't understand justice, but those who follow the Lord understand it completely. Better to be poor and honest than to be dishonest and rich. Young people who obey the law are wise. Those with wild friends bring shame to their parents. Income from charging high interest rates will end up in the pockets of someone who is kind to the poor. God detests the prayers of a person who ignores the law. Those who lead good people along an evil path will fall into their own trap, but the honest will inherit good things. Rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. When the godly succeed, everyone is glad. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. People who conceal their sins will not prosper, but if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Blessed are those who fear the, to do wrong, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. A wicked ruler is as dangerous to the poor as a roaring lion and an attacking bear. A ruler with no understanding will oppress his people, but one who hates corruption will have a long life. A murderer's tormented conscience will drive him into the grave. Don't protect him. The blameless will be rescued from harm, but the crooked will be suddenly destroyed. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies ends up in poverty. The trustworthy person will get rich reward, but a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble. Showing partiality is never good, yet some will do wrong for a mere piece of bread. Greedy people will try to get rich quick, but don't realize they're headed for poverty. In the end, people appreciate honest criticism far more than flattery. 
Anyone who steals from his father and mother and says, what was wrong with that, is no better than a murderer. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Those who trust their own insight are foolish, but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. When the wicked meet disaster, the godly flourishes. Huh. Today's proverb seems a lot, uh, little hard-hitting. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I, let's pray again. Say, Heavenly Father, we thank you. You are our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's go ahead and move to Psalm 28. Psalm 28, a prayer of King David. I pray to you, O Lord, my rock, do not turn a deaf ear to me, for if you are silent, I might as well give up and die. Listen to my prayer for mercy as I cry out to you for help, as I lift my hands towards your holy sanctuary. Do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil, those who speak friendly words to their neighbors while planning evil in their hearts. Give them the punishment they so richly deserve. Measure it out in proportion to their wickedness. Pay them back for all their evil deeds. Give them a taste of what they have done to others. They care for nothing for what the Lord has done or what his hands have made. So he will tear them down and they will never be rebuilt. Praise the Lord for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. The Lord gives his people strength. He is safe. He is a safe fortress for his anointed king. Save your people. Bless Israel, your special possession. Lead them like a shepherd and carry them in your arms forever. Amen. Psalm 28. That was Psalm 28. Let's check out another Psalm. Here's Psalm 58. This is by King David. Justice. Do you rulers know the meaning of the word justice? Do you judge the people fairly? No. You plot injustice in your hearts. You spread violence throughout the land. These wicked people are born sinners. Even from birth, they have lied and gone their own way. They spit venom like deadly snakes. They are like cobras that refuse to listen, ignoring the tunes of the snake charmers, no matter how skillfully they play. Break off their fangs, O God. Smash the jaws of these lions, O Lord. May they disappear like water into thirsty ground. Make their weapons useless in their hands. May they be like snails that dissolve into slime, like a stillborn child who will never see the sun. God will sweep them away, both young and old, faster than a, a pot heats over burning thorns. The godly will rejoice when they see injustice avenge. 
They will wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then at last everyone will say, There truly is a reward for those who live for God. There surely is a God who judges here on earth. Amen. Amen. There is the goodness of the Lord that endures forever. Amen. A Psalm of David, Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayers for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Death wrapped his ropes around me. The terrors of the grave overtook me. I saw only trouble and sorrow. Then I called in the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord, please save me. How kind the Lord is, how good he is, so merciful, this God of ours. The Lord protects those of us childlike faith. I was facing death and he saved me. Let my soul be at rest again, for the Lord has been good to me. He has saved me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from falling. And so I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth. I believe in you, so I said. I am deeply troubled, Lord. In my anxiety, I cried out to you. These people are all liars. What can I offer the Lord for all he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and praise the name for saving me. I will lift up the cup of salvation and praise the Lord's name for saving me. Praise Jesus. I will keep my promises to the Lord in the presence of all his people. The Lord cares deeply when his loved ones die. O Lord, I am your servant. Yes, I am your servant born into your household. You have freed me from my chains. I will offer you a sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord. Excuse me. In the presence of all his people in the house of the Lord in the heart of Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Let all that I am praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God with my dying breath. Don't put your confidence in powerful people. There is no help for you there. When they breathe their last, they return to the earth, and all their plans die with them. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. <coughs> He keeps every promise forever. He gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. 
The Lord lifts up those who are weighed down. The Lord loves the godly. The Lord protects the foreigners among us. He cares for the orphans and widows, but he frustrates the plans of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever. He will be your God, O Jerusalem, throughout the generations. Praise the Lord. And now for our college curriculum. Bible College Curriculum for March 28. Fade to Fade. Turn Your Losses Around, an article by Kenny Copeland. Scripture we're using is Romans 5.15 from the Amplified Bible. But God's free gift is not all to be compared to the trespass. Again, but God's free gift is not at all to be compared to the trespass. For if many died through one man fading away, his lapse, his offense, much more profusely did God's grace and the free gift that comes through Jesus Christ abound and overflow to and for the benefit of many. Romans 5.15, the Amplified Bible. Amen. If you're ever on a losing streak and need someone to tell you how to turn things around, go to God. He's an expert on the subject. He suffered more losses than anyone who's ever lived. Just think about it. He lost Lucifer, his top-ranked, most anointed angel. And when Lucifer fell, he lost at least a third of his other angels as well. Then he lost the man and women he had created, and because he had given them dominion over the earth, when he lost them, he lost it too. Any way to figure it out, that's a lot of real estate down the drain. Yet in spite of all that, God is no loser. He's the greatest winner of all time. Do you know why? Because he knows how to turn the losses around. He knows how to to use the law of giving and receiving to transform losses into gains. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over. That's the powerful principle that breaks loosing streaks. From Luke 6.38. Isn't that staggering? Isn't that staggering? He had every option that exists to choose from to redeem the things he lost. He had all wisdom and all power available to him. Out of all that, the law of giving is what he chose to get to use. He gave the most irreplaceable thing he had, his only son. Then he backed that gift with his own faith. And when the law of giving and receiving had done its work, the Almighty Father, God, received not only his first begotten son, but millions and millions of other sons as well, and daughters. Don't despair over your losses. Redeem them the same way God redeemed us. Give and put the most powerful principle in the universe to work for you. Give of your prayers, your time, your talents. Give, pray for others. Scripture reading is John 3, verses 12 to 21. Amen, amen. Give, that's the reason we're very fortunate. The Lord encompasses with a plan. He gave, and we were part of that plan. 
So we rejoice in that. We give thanks to the Lord. He's made us who we are by the love He's given us. Amen. John 3, 12 to 21. I'll start at verse 10. You are respected, Jesus, to you as teacher, and yet you don't understand these things. I assure you, we tell you what we know and have seen, and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe it if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on the pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in Him will have eternal life. For this is how God loves the world. He gave. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent His Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in Him, but anyone who does not believe in Him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light to others so others can see that they are doing what God wants. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. And I like to add and follow that. That's what I did. I saw others. I could see God at work in other people's lives, and that's what I, my soul said within me. I want that. Amen. Thank you so much for coming in today's Bible College curriculum, a free college on the internet. Thank you for being good students of the Word of God. I love you. You're my comrade. Together we can do this. And remember, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I am very fortunate. We have the love of God. I am very fortunate. See yourself winning. See yourself succeeding. See yourself physically fit. And say to yourself, I am very fortunate. The the love of the Father is all over me. I am very fortunate. His love is on me. Amen. That's the truth, folks. Give them heaven. Have a great day. Blessed day.